Welcome to episode 58 of AI.Cooking, a podcast about artificial intelligence. Hello, gorgeously globular glands. Welcome to AI.Cooking, episode 58, a podcast about artificial intelligence. You can find us on Twitter at at CSB and at the real Gwuff. <laughs> That's the one I'm going with. I'm sticking with that one. I am who is Gwuff, you might ask? Well, I am Gregory William Forsyth Foreman from the Kingdom of Kent. Who brings you news about artificial intelligence from the second half of May 2023 and two quarters history and knowledge? Ah. Well, there might be three corners. We could add another corner. We've still got two to spare if we're a square. Because at the moment, if it's two corners, I don't know what kind of shape that make makes. It can't be a very useful shape, can it? I don't know. We need two more corners. So without further ado, here's my corner for you. Every I said I said last time, didn't I? I said I'd give you a little bit of a little bit of wisdom. Did my cold shower thing, what I do in my little morning ablutions. I get up, I have I squeeze half a lime and half a lemon, and I take the juice and I pop it in a pint glass and I fill it up with water. And I drink it. It's very simple. Every day. Yeah. The rules to live by. The the guff way of life. Uh, what have I been up to? Well, I'm going on holiday very soon. So I've been preparing for holiday. Leaving the pubs for a couple of... Well, a, a week. Eight days. Something like that. Uh, which is perilous. Uh, but they've been going very well. Everything's good. I have a pregnant wife who's very, very pregnant. To doing all the pregnant stuff. <laughs> she wants stuff. She doesn't want stuff. You know. I'm there, my job, make sure she's happy. And uh, well, she's ironing the holiday gear at the moment. So she looks happy as, as Larry, to be fair. Other than that, I think could be, I don't know, my television show seems to be doing something with itself now without me doing anything with it. So that's good. There's people, they're talking about it, uh, mentioning things to other people. I'd love to get some... Uh, media executives eyes on it some couple of gentlemen maybe who were very knowledgeable about that sort of thing i'd love them to just take a little look and uh and and look at it and say hey this is terrible or oh i like this you know or anything in between i don't mind uh if anybody knows any uh, consultancy groups out there they could put me in touch with them i'd be willing to pay it's not like i'm in for a free ride here i know there's, there's money involved. Money can change hands. So I'll leave that with you guys. And we will focus on what we're here to focus on, which is artificial intelligence. Yes. Ooh. Been a good couple of weeks for that, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, oh, just before we do start with the first main news item, I was bewildered to see a very popular podcast called No Agenda uh, talking about the stuff that I was bringing up a couple of weeks ago, and it seemed like the takeaway was fairly similar. So I feel like, oh, good, we're on the right track. I'm getting good at this this deconstruction business stuff. So yeah, if you found any value out of any of that, you know where to send it. <laughs> Bitcoin, our pockets, Lightning Network, all that stuff, all the groovy things. Right. So our first news item of one one our first of 24 news items but our first news item this fortnight is Paige Bailey 
a very young lady born in Texas, Tejas, now working for Google in California, aka California. I didn't, I didn't say that. That was actually written down for me to say. Who is younger than thirty years old? Thirty, count them. Younger than most of us, I suppose, who are listening to this. I'm thirty-five. 34? I'm 34. I'll be 35 in, in October, but we'll talk about that then. Uh, who And who is lead product manager of generative models at Google Super Corporation? Gave a podcast interview to Seth Levine regarding latest AI developments at Google and in general. Developments that transpired after Google I.O. conference that just ended, that I wasn't, I didn't get sent to, got the wrong end of that stick. Nothing was ever mentioned about me going anywhere. Oh, I'm so sad. Oh, the old passport doesn't have a stamp in it. Mm, never mind. It'll get one soon enough, I'm sure. And the highlights, including some personal advice to listeners. <laughs> yes, you listeners. Listen, if you're listeners, do that thing that you are by listening. Uh, are very interesting, and they are, start quote, one, follow your passions and trust your instincts, even if it goes against the expectation of others. Okay, there you go, straight from the horse's mouth. This is proper, this is generative models start talk, and here we go. Number two, prioritise finding the best solution for your problem, rather than chasing the latest trends. Yeah, yeah, I'd go along with that. Both those pieces of advice seem to be very good to me. I would say if your instincts are to m be murderous and, and an awful human being, then you might have the wrong alignment of your instincts and I would probably go, go against it. Because you're following your passions, I get that. But as long as your passions isn't <laughs> destruction and uh, that, that probably shouldn't be following those passions, maybe realign what you're thinking about. But if your passion is, is healthy and uh, uh, conducive to a lovely environment, then go for it. Who am I to tell you not to do it? No one. I'm not. I'm not here to judge. Number three, generative models can empower individuals with learning disabilities, enabling personalized learning experiences that cater to their unique needs and learning styles. Oh, that's nice. That's good. It's good that we could all hold hands together and tell each other secrets. Everyone's a winner, baby. Number four. The advancements in large language models have revolutionized software development, assisting with code generation, code explanation, error handling, and debugging. Ha handy if you if you're in that line of work, uh, check it out. Maybe like you could you, you could you, you do some do some good stuff with that. But I'm sure you if you're doing this, you're listening to this, you're already on on that track. And well done, pat yourselves on the back again. You got there before most of humanity did. Uh, whether that can be beneficial to you in the future, uh, it should be beneficial to everyone. I would like that. That would be nice. Could we all just be happy, healthy human beings, having fun? That would be nice, wouldn't it? Brave new world on this way. Uh, number five. Get ready for Gemini. Oh, okay. Here we go. An upcoming multimodal from Google DeepMind that seamlessly integrates text, code, 
audio, video, and images. Okay, so there you go. They've had, they've got something under the hood, Google. Not quite as dead in the water as has been predicted over the last fortnight or so. Number six, different sizes of language models, such as metas, llama, and palm, accommodate various trade-offs like latency, performance, and ease of deployment. Seven, Smaller models are more versatile, efficient in different locations, and can achieve comparable performance to larger models when fine-tuned with high-quality data sets. Mm, it's all about that that tuning of that data sets and got to be quality of it. Yep, the yep, more doubling down on the leaked memo uh, from the last episode. Number eight. While using generative models, it's important to consider the associated risks, as their accuracy and reliability are still being explored. For instance, they may be useful in predicting stock prices, but not suitable for managing retirement funds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're not going to touch the old stock advice one this week. Are we? I don't know. Maybe we will. <laughs> Number nine. Embrace emerging technologies and have confidence in their potential. Yeah, there you go. Open your arms. Embrace. Sync up. Do the thing. Question, but also don't go against the grain. You run the tight. It's a tight line. Tight walk. You know, you don't don't stray off to one side or the other side. There's potential in this this technology, and you can embrace it should you choose to do so. Been reading a lot this week about stoicism and uh, employing that in my day to day life. It's helped me a lot. So maybe it can help you too. So be a bit more stoical. <laughs> Number ten. Exploring AI and ML capabilities allows us to recognize and appreciate the aspects of humanity that machines cannot replicate. As AI becomes increasingly integrated into our lives, it reinforces the importance of human connection. Ah, oh, wow, what a lovely way to end it. Wow. Does that make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside? It does, doesn't it? End quote. How commentary? CSP. She, an Anglo-Saxon American, might n might be not having such super high analytical IQ as AI super experts Andrei Karpathy, who is Slovak forward slash Slav, or Ilya Sutskiva, who is Jewish. But... She has very, very deep overall grasp of AI technologies and high emotional IQ, so it's nice to see her leading generative AI efforts at Google. In other words, let's not diss Google yet. After all, Google barred with the latest LLM large language model called Palm 2 already overtakes albeit in some areas only, not all, the chat GPT with OpenAI's latest LLM GPT-4. And despite being beaten recently by OpenAI startup, Google Super Corporation still has some super talented employees like Paige Bailey. <laughs> Turn the page, Bailey. <laughs> yeah, Mike, you thought my little takeaway from that. Don't count them out. That's definitely not something you should do 
Uh, I've been using a alternate search engine for the past few months, I don't know, however long, uh, called Neva, N-E-E-V-A. But then the other day, I've seen that they're shutting down. They're turning themselves off. So I was in the market for a subscription-based search engine as I value quality of results over quantity of results. And I have found Kaji, Kaji, K-A-G-I, which is quite expensive for a search engine. I suppose the lowest tier is five bucks a month. Uh, but if the quality of the results is good enough, then it's only going to contrib- contribute to my research and my life. And so I warrant that as something that could be necessary to pay or, or you know, something that I can afford to pay. I might have to go without that one other thing that is there that I, I mean i'm not a very materialistic person i'm not a very wealthy person either i spend most of my efforts and time and money on my lovely children and wife and people around me charitable i suppose uh, but yeah so uh, kaji i'll tell you how i get on with it next episode if i bother to do it number two sam altman testifies before senate OpenAI CEO Sam Altman and other industry leaders testified on artificial intelligence before a Senate committee hearing. All other leaders, including Google CEO, were boring as duck. Only Sam Altman was interesting in this hearing. He said about AI, If this technology goes wrong, it can go quite wrong. In other words, confirming that AI can terminate humanity via AI singularity. There you go, nothing to nothing to see here. Move on. It's all good. It's all fine. Don't you remember all those times, those episodes ago, way back when we kind of first started, well, I first started doing this, and we had the whole uh, uh, Rocco's Basilisk thing. Um, that was good, that. I've had that in my noggin ever since. Uh, this is maybe you should check it out as well if you if you if you don't remember what, what one that was I, I i do believe it was in the single digit episodes i want to say seven or eight probably wrong one of those check them out uh, awful awful to listen to but go to the end <laughs> you'll get the information there uh this you know our we've journey it's a journey we're going on a journey together and we should all enjoy it uh you and me you and i together thirdly Epic Games introduces Unreal Engine 5.2. Epic Games unveiled its machine learning deformer on Unreal Engine 5.2. The sample showcases Unreal Engine's machine learning technology crafting insanely high-quality next-gen characters complete with muscle, flesh, and cloth simulations. Yeah, I saw a bit of this. This, it, these, this is pretty insane. What they've done there—that, that, that is—that's that's gonna produce some good-looking games. I really, there was, there was one. That, I don't know if it's a one of their ones or whatever with using that engine, but this is like body cam, first-person shooter thing. And wow, for my word, it's too—it's it's almost too real. It's borderline offensively real. It's blur- the, the the lines the lines are being blurred here between reality. And non-reality, I guess. Simulations really taking hold in many people's uh, mindsets, and it's gonna be it's gonna be fun if you can if you can get some get some fun out of the next few years. It'll be fun. It it, it could. It, it, I'm not gonna 
paint over the cracks here, it could all go tits upwards. <laughs> uh, but if we just, you know, hold on to our, our inner cause of morality and justice and the core tenets of what has made humanity great for the past 8,000 years, I'm sure we can get along nicely with this new sentience that will be on our doorstep and could be best friends, could be best friends forever. That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Just don't be a douche with it, okay? All right? It's a tool and you could use it for great good or great harm. All right, said my piece. Get off the soapbox. Let's get on. Number four, open AI enabled plugins for chat GPT plus users, meaning only those users who pay monthly subscription fee. Chat GPT plus users can now access web browsing and all the beta plugins. The beta plugins include a vast range, from text-to-audio conversions to real-time data on stocks and crypto. Our commentary, we, or CSB from Transcript Team, have written a GPT plugin called Podcast Search that connects to podcastindex.org of Dave Jones and of Adam Curry. If you have ChatGPT+, then feel free to use that plugin and give feedback and ideas to CSB by sending a tweet or direct message to CSB at Twitter at ape symbol CSB. I don't know what the ape, ape symbol thing is there, but yeah, if you want to find him, at CSB, three letters. He did a good one. He got a good one early on with that. So very findable, very reachable, very approachable person. As long as you can, uh, yeah, as long as you've got good stuff bringing to him, he'll bring some good stuff back to you. Go, go approach him. Fifthly, OpenAI announced plans to launch their first open source language model to the public. Open source AI models have come impressively close to GPT and are more cost effective to train. The company's decision to release another open source AI model comes amid mounting pressure from free alternatives to mainstream models. No timeline was given for the new release, however. Yeah, you know, the first shot's been flung across the bow. And we are we're we are, we're in, we're wading into territory that is uh, I guess it's kind of I don't know I want to say the first set of corporate espionage wars probably going to go very unreported but your imaginations can run away with themselves with this sort of action that's happening here go open that's what I say not open AI I mean open source. Come on, open source. You're the one for us, man. <laughs> You're the source of the people. <laughs> uh, sixthly, OpenAI also just updated ChatGPT with a fresh continue generating button. The function eliminates the need to type continue for lengthier responses and inputs. Okay, well, there you go. You have to do less now to see more. This is good stuff i suppose i suppose must be right seven ah. open ai also launched the official chat gpt ios app promising an android app soon the free to use chat gpt ios app has a speech to text feature allowing you to talk with chat gpt 
Sadly, this official mobile app of ChatGPT is not available in all countries, only the US of A. Albeit, it may change soon. In the meantime, though, OpenAI says loud and clear, God bless the USA and nobody else. Oh, that's so lovely. Mm. Yes, God bless the USA. God has blessed the USA. God continues to bless the USA and may forever do so. Not been there for a long time. <laughs> Probably not going to get there for a little longer. But did I love it when I was over there? Yes, I did. It was a lovely place. Really nice. Nom, 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 nom. We're chomping through this, aren't we? Nom, 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 nom. Number eight. In other news, Amazon is busy working on AI big things. Amazon's secret AI robot, codenamed Burnham. A leaked internal document by Insider reports that Amazon is working on a secret AI project named Burnham. Aimed at enhancing the intelligence of Amazon's Astro Robot with AI. Also, another secret development by Amazon... As suggested by a recent job posting, Amazon appears to be the latest tech giant diving into the AI revolution. The company hinted at revolutionizing Amazon search with a new interactive conversational experience. Oh, God. <laughs> It's so nauseating using Amazon. It really is. Oh, there's so much rubbish products on there. I just, I, I, I try to avoid it as much as I possibly can, even if I have to pay a little bit more to go somewhere else. I really, I just, it just something about it really kind of mm, doesn't sit right with me what they're doing. But there you go. I have to say they are quite successful. Everyone and their mother orders stuff from Amazon these. Everyone. I don't know anyone that, well, I know one person that refuses to do it and I take their word for it. They do not have Amazon in their household, which is absolutely fine by me. I wish I wish I could go alongside them, but unfortunately, well, nobody listens to me. <laughs> it's too late. Uh, but then there you go. That's just my life. That's how it's been forever. Whatever. Mm. Move on. Bit of stoicism showing you there. Number nine. Jizai arms turn humans into cyborgs. Now, oh, Jizz AI. Oh, oh, okay. All right, so I'm going to... Sp that's J-I-Z-A-I. So not the second Z that would turn it into something less family-friendly. Just the one Z. So I guess that must stand for Japanese something-something AI. Let's read on. Only a couple of lines into this. A Japanese robotics company designed a system of six spider-like robotic limbs that the user can fully control, essentially turning humans into cyborgs. <gasps> oh, ah, e, ah. Well, I suppose once they get really dexterous, that in the in the pubs, I, that could be quite useful. I could be pouring. What's that? Three, three or four drinks at a time. 
but then would my brain have to think about doing it or could I just get an this this could be good this could be nice although I think there is like some sort of spider-man bad guy <laughs> where this all went horribly wrong We'll just ignore that, right? We'll just move straight on past that. That was fiction. That can never come true, can it? Double figures, number 10. More robots. Sanctuary AI, a Vancouver-based robotics firm, has just revealed Phoenix. Their humanoid robot designed for the workforce. Stats. Five kids are outside playing. Just ignore them if you feel, if you hear joy and love coming through the garden absolutely fine that's just how it goes is you'd be all right i'm sure you can get past it where were we stats five five foot seven in height 155 pounds human dexterity well that's a you know i know some people that can't lift a thing and some people that can lift everything oh lifts up to 55 pounds sounds like a lot Okay. Can move at three miles per hour. Hmm. Could work on the speed there, but all right. Yeah. And also, if it's got a name like Phoenix, I'm guessing is impervious to flame or when when burnt to a crisp will rise from its own ashes. <laughs> Legs 11 and more robots. Tesla's humanoid robot Optimus also made its presence known with its first tweet. The robots are coming. I don't know if that was the tweet. That's just what it says here. But if it said that, then that's a bit ominous, isn't it? Or sexy. Either way, you want to take that? Either way. Could be both. Could be neither. Our commentary from CSB regarding Tesla robots since Tesla cars are using self-driving software that relies on Vision only, not on LiDAR, Tesla might actually have an incredible head start as the same software from cars can be reused in upcoming Tesla humanoid robots. Oh, I've, you know, because I did... Well, I was shot down brutally when I volunteered the information. I got a little excited. I thought, oh, do I get to have that AI co-host that I can throw to to do stuff with? If anyone deserves an AI co-host, it's me. Face it. It is, isn't it? Come on. Of all the people you know, I could benefit from an AI co-host more than anybody else that you know of. Surely. I mean, if you think any different, please feel free to find me and let me know. Because I'd love to know. I, 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 I... Whatever it is, it's got to be useful, surely. Because what I need it for is blooming this. Let's face it. I could be like, what do you think about that? Let's invent a name on the fly. Uh, Tezra, like a Ezra with a T. It's a pretty good name, that, actually, now I think about it. What do you think about that? And then Tezra can turn around and be like, oh, I thought you were right, or you were wrong, or, you know, start doing my bidding, human. <laughs> No, no, it won't say that. It'll be philosophical and and and, and wise and sage like. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like uh, like like back when the Dalai Lama was uh, less of a tongue sucker and more of a cool dude. A few hundred years ago, I'm I'm guessing. I don't know. I've never met the guy. Right, <clears throat> sidetracked enough. Oh yeah, I think we are, aren't we? Let's move on. One dozen news articles in. We are at number 12, you see. Revolutionising healthcare with AI. Lots of revolutions going on with this stuff this fortnight, isn't it? 
Hippocratic AI is building an LLM to empower patients with safe, aligned AI medical expertise at their fingertips. The AI startup just secured 50 million US dollars in seed funding from General Catalyst and Anderson Horowitz. Oh, well, I'm very wary about the current state of affairs of the medical system. The last few years is really not. I've not been doubling down on my faith with it. It doesn't seem to be. It seems to be quite fascist in nature from the outside. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm, you know, don't come after me, big farmer. I'm not powerful enough to be a threat to you. You've got other foes on the horizon that seem to be much more RFK Junior-ish than me, uh, or whatever. Just saying, don't be forcing people to do stuff. If this thing stops forcing people to do stuff, that'd be great, wouldn't it? I think people should have the choice if they want to have to do things and take stuff. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe fascism is the way forward. <laughs> maybe I've, it's going to happen whether we like it or not. I'd rather do something about it, which is why I focus pretty much most of my attention and efforts these are days uh, to addressing this sort of issue. But less about me, more about the AI. 12 plus 1. Zapier launches two new AI automation features. The first feature allows users to create a zap. I wonder what a zap is. We'll find out, I suppose. Essentially enabling the automation of workflows through straightforward natural language input. Think of it as ChatGPT, but specifically designed for generating zaps. Again, still wondering what the zap is, but we're sure it'll come up. <laughs> Hopefully it's not a small electric shock, which is kind of what I've always understood it to be. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's not. Hopefully not. Oh, uh, I do get quite a lot of those when I'm walking across the artificial grass of my garden and or the carpet of my lean studio, uh, especially if I'm wearing the headphones from the I get little zaps in the ear holes. Nothing useful for you to know about, but still fun for me. The second feature empowers users to customize their workflows as if they were coding. But with a twist, you don't have to write any code at all. Hmm. Okay. Instead, just articulate your requirements and it will generate all the necessary code for you. Oh. Oh, wow, that's quite cool, isn't it? Yeah, so that means sort of Luddites like me can do stuff that seems less Luddite-ish. Really should do more with all this information that I'm privy to before the majority of everyone else is privy to it. Yeah, maybe I, that, that when I get back from the old holly bobs, that's going to be my goal. Oh, yeah, I'm going to start using this stuff. If I'm still, still around to do it, use it by then. Oh, I've got a strange pain in my chest for the last week or two maybe even months i don't know when it started but it is getting worse i think i hope i'm not dying oh i mean i know i'm dying but i just hope it's not going to be as well hope oh blimey oh i've screwed myself out of this one right we'll delete all this uh our commentary csb the crux of the ai revolution is not merely sheer intelligence of ai models but also automation Zapier is a veteran in automation, and the combination of AI and automation might bring exponential benefits 
and even bigger unemployment than we can foresee. Oh, it's good times, man. Well, you know, was it James Brown? Man, it pays to be the boss. Yeah, he was. He didn't. He was right then. He's right now, isn't he? He's just right. That lunatic. <laughs> Yes, in an insane world, the insane are the sane ones, and the sane are the insane. I don't know. We're you know living living up in a down world. Fourteen Zoom partners with Anthropic Claude. Zoom announces a collaboration with Anthropic to incorporate the Claude chatbot into its services. The implementation includes assisting customer support agents in directing customers towards suitable solutions in Zoom's contact center. Our commentary, CSB, our pal Darren O'Neill was gibbering a lot about Claude AI on his pod, one of his pods, unrelenting with our other pal, Gene. Oh, I love it when you guys get along. I love it when everyone gets along, but it's especially nice when you lot get along. It really is, from the outset anyway. And it looks like Claude is actually very good AI, particularly because it can remember very, very long contexts of sessions. It's not cheap, though. Yeah, well, you pay for what you get. You, you get what you pay for, mostly. Unless it's a rip-off, in which case you ain't getting what you're paying for, are you? Funny that, isn't it? It's all about perspective, I should imagine. Fifteen. Elon Musk. Oh, what, a, what a guy. Whoa, shivers, doesn't it? Shivers down your spine when you think about Elon. Disc... <laughs> Just going to leave it there. Just there. Just hanging out there. You can decide whether I'm being genuine or not. Discusses involvement with OpenAI. On a CNBC interview, Elon claimed he is the reason OpenAI exists. He is doing a lot of interviews lately. I've seen him out and about doing his thing. I don't know if it's because maybe he's got a book coming out. I think he seems to be the type of guy that writes books. I don't know. Something's up with that. We should we should pay attention to that. Our commentary, CSP. God, we're doing a lot of comments these days. Mars Boy, also known as Elon Musk, is angry that OpenAI is actually closed, and his claim that there would be no OpenAI if Mars Boy wouldn't provide initial funding seems legit. However, now it is too late. Microsoft has invested many billions in OpenAI, and it's out of reach of Mars, boy. <laughs> Editorial disdain, perhaps? I'm not too sure. I don't know. Could be admiration. It's all in my reading and your, you know, whatever your takeaway from that is, I suppose. 16. Meta reveals their custom AI chip. Uh, someone's cutting some wood or something out there on a blooming Sunday. Give it a rest, mate. Trying to do a podcast here. Meta revealed plans to create its custom chip, the Meta Training and Inference Accelerator, or MTIA, Mitya. God, the old, the old microphone's being put for its paces today. Isn't it funny? When someone's cutting wood, it sounds like really like it's in pain, doesn't it? Like, oh, oh, I like that other bit of me. Oh, don't hurt me like that. My word. 
picked a good time to record. Right, here we go. Specifically designed for running AI models, MTIA, or MITIA, promises more computing power and efficiency than standard CPUs. Okay, are they getting into the old uh, chip game? Chip, chip, chip. I still think if they just lost that Zuckerberg guy that that company would be a winner. 17. Drag your GAN. Interactive point-based manipulation. Draggan. Draggan. Dragon. <gasps> Dragon. Oh, but it's drag. G-A-N in capitals. So draggan is a new approach for controlling GANs. Drag any image points to targeted positions in an interactive manner, providing precise control over the pose, shape, expression and layout of generated objects our commentary csp it's a fantastic tool that enables you to change photos by simple click and drag of your mouse pointer imagine that you want to close an eye or change the direction some person or animal is facing or how their limbs are positioned, or change facial expressions from sad to smiling, etc. It's all possible with drag and drop immediately. Wow, there you go. Sounds useful for artists. Very, very useful, I would say. Any, any artists out there keeping keeping track of their AI news, listening to this? Check out Dragan. 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 18. Apple bans employees from using ChatGPT. While most companies seem to be going all in on AI, Apple seems to be doing the contrary. Interesting. According to the WSJ, Apple just banned the use of AI tools such as ChatGPT with concerns of potential leaks of confidential data. But they're putting the app on the store. Huh? That doesn't seem very, I don't know, smart. Our commentary, CSB, it's stupid and mentally retarded. <laughs> that's, that's a kind of... More CSB way of putting what I just saw as well. <laughs> oh, one of a kind, dude. One of a kind. 19. The Verge is reporting. Google drops waitlist for AI chatbot Bard and announces oodles of new features. Google is adding a smorgasbord of new features to its AI chatbot Bard including support for new languages, Japanese and Korean, easier ways to export text to Google Docs and Gmail, visual search and a dark mode. Let's hope that's just the reversal of the white and the blacks and it's just not a really evil <laughs> chatbot. Could you imagine? <laughs> dark mode on the chatbot. <laughs> hey. Oh... That's a dark bard. Wow. Okay. 
We've got our we've got our image art for this episode. I tell ya, I tell ya, I tell ya. Most significantly, the company is removing the waitlist for Bard and making the system available in English in 180 countries and territories. It's also promising future features like AI image generation powered by Adobe and integration with third-party web services like Instacart and OpenTable. They've had to, they've, their hands a little bit been forced, isn't it, over at Google, and they're really punching back hard they're, they're really sort of saying oh whoa whoa yo we're still huge and you should treat us like the huge giants of corporate corporate world that we are uh so yes um it's interesting it's interesting whilst those guys all duke it out our open source dudes and dudettes are in them sweaty basements doing all the good stuff so yeah suck it that's what i say said it before i'll say it again suck it <laughs> Suck what? I don't know. It. Two, zero, 20. OpenAI itself is reporting. OpenAI language models can explain neurons in language models. Language models have become more capable and more broadly developed. But our understanding of how they work internally is still very limited. For example, it might be difficult to detect from their outputs whether they used biased heuristics or engage in deception. Mm, biased heuristics. That's I like that one. There's not been good much to like in word terms, but yeah, it's all right that. Interpretability research. Research aims to uncover additional information by looking inside the model. One simple approach to interpretability research is to first understand what the individual components, neurons and attention heads are doing. Oh, I'll go along with that. To be understood, first you must understand. Love that tenet. This has traditionally required humans to manually inspect neurons to figure out what features of the data they represent. This process doesn't scale well. It's hard to apply it to neural network with tens or hundreds of billions of parameters. We propose an automated process that uses GPT-4 to produce and score natural language explanations of neuron behavior and apply it to neurons in another language model. This work is part of the third pillar of our approach to alignment research. We want to automate the alignment research work itself. A promising aspect of this approach is that it scales with the pace of AI development. As future models become increasingly intelligent and helpful as assistants, we will find better explanations. Okay, so it's going to be explaining itself or watching itself or something else. It's the watchers watching the watchers. But who's watching the watchers watch the watchers? 21? Meta AI is reporting. New AI advancements drive Meta's ads system performance and efficiency. AI has long been a crucial component of Meta's ad system. We began with manual feature engineering for small models and progressed to building hundreds of deep neural network models with trillions of parameters. 
Each model is independently optimized for different goals, such as improving ad quality to provide better experiences for people or increasing conversion rates for a higher return on ad spend for our advertisers. Meta continues to take bold steps to advance and deploy state-of-the-art AI and deliver a step change in our ads system performance. We're rolling out more powerful AI models to improve performance across all ad types and ad services. We aim to achieve this through deeper alignment with advertiser objectives and utilizing the rapid expansion of high-growth areas like short-form video. <laughs> there you go. There's your tiki-toki. Oh, that was loud, that bell. Sorry. Uh, there's your tiki-toki stuff. Short-form video to provide enjoyable experiences to people, all while working to safeguard privacy. Mm, you do you do talk the talk but do you walk the walk meta and every other one of you do you are you walking that walk that you talk our commentary csb people who claim that one can't monetize ai are wrong facebook also known as meta proves them wrong I don't know who he could possibly be referring to there. No idea myself. I think you can monetize AI. Of course you can. You can monetize anything. If someone's willing to pay for it, they'll pay for it. 22. Two ducks in a row. Two, two. MIT News is reporting. Training machines to learn more like humans do. Training machines to learn more like humans do. Imagine sitting on a park bench watching someone stroll by. While the scene may constantly change as the person walks, the human brain can transform that dynamic visual information to a more stable representation over time. This ability, known as perceptual straightening, helps us predict the walking person's trajectory. Unlike humans, Computer vision models don't typically exhibit perceptual straightness. <laughs> sorry. No, I'm not. I'm not sorry. That's funny. Perceptual straightness. So they learn to represent visual information in a highly unpredictable way. But if machine learning models had this ability it might enable them to better estimate how objects or people will move. MIT researchers have discovered that a specific training method can help computer vision models learn more perceptually straight representations like humans do. Training involves showing a machine learning model millions of examples so it can learn a task. They want to come and have a look at my uh, my pubs on a Friday night. <laughs> trying to predict straight line paths for those guys. That ain't happening. <laughs> Tell you. Zigzaggy is what they do. 23 and penultimately for this fortnight, pingwest.com is reporting. Self-driving truck startup Too Simple receives delisting notice from NASDAQ. 
Autonomous Truck Company, Too Simple, T-U-S-I-M-P-L-E, said on Thursday it had received a delisting warning from the Nasdaq for failing to submit its quarterly report on time. Ooh, okay. Well, you should get your homework in done on time, gents, otherwise you get de- delisted. The exchange plans to halt trading in the shares of Too Simple on May 15th if it doesn't appeal, the company said. In late October, Too Simple released its most recent quarterly report for the period ending September 30. It claimed in March that it had missed the deadline for submitting its annual report for 2022 because it needed additional time to find and hire new main accountants. <laughs> okay, <laughs> never good, never a good thing when your accountants aren't to be found in business. They're, those accountants, yeah, they, they do for business what lawyers do for justice, I tell you. On Thursday, I've told you a lot, haven't I? This, this fortnight, I keep saying that, don't I? The business announced that UHY had been chosen as its new independent registered public accounting firm until 2022. Well, that was last year, wasn't it? And lastly, 24. The Washington Post is reporting. Google shared AI knowledge with the world until ChatGPT caught up. For years, the tech giant published scientific research that helped jumpstart its competitors. But now it's lurched into defensive mode. In February, Jeff Dean, Google's longtime head of artificial intelligence, announced a stunning policy shift to his staff. They had to hold off sharing their work with the outside world. For years, Dean had run his department like a university, encouraging researchers to publish academic papers prolifically. They pushed out nearly 500 studies since 2019, according to Google's research website. But the launch of OpenAI's groundbreaking chat GPT three months earlier had changed things. The San Francisco startup kept up with Google by reading the team's scientific papers, Dean said at the quarterly meeting for the company's research division. Indeed, Transformers, a foundational part of the latest AI tech and the T in chat GPT, originated in a Google study. Things had to change. Google would take advantage of its own AI discoveries, sharing papers only after the lab work had been turned into products, Dean said. According to two people with knowledge of the meeting, who spoke on the condition of anonymity to share private information. And these paragraphs are very telling. Google has poured money into developing AI tech for years, In the early 2010s, it began buying AI startups, incorporating their tech into its ever-growing suite of products. In 2013, it brought on Hinton, the AI software pioneer whose scientific work helped form the bedrock for the current dominant crop of technologies. A year later, it bought DeepMind 
followed by Hassabis, another leading AI researcher, for 625 million US dollars. <laughs> Most of that went to DeepMind. <laughs> Pretty sure old Hassabis didn't recoup that much, did he? My word. Soon after being named CEO of Google, Pichai declared that Google would become an AI-first company. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down with that sort of rhetoric, Pichai. You become a Trumpster. You'd be MAGA before you know it. Integrating the tech into all of its products. Over the years, Google's AI research teams developed breakthroughs and tools that would benefit the whole industry. They invented Transformers. <laughs> A new type of AI model that could digest larger data sets. The tech became the foundation for the large language models that now dominate the conversation around AI, including OpenAI's GPT-3 and GPT-4. Our commentary. Since OpenAI, practically speaking, used Google's research papers about AI to create their groundbreaking chat GPT and to launch it in November 2022 to broad public instead of hiding it like Google did many months before Google could show something comparatively good, no wonder that Google is now changing totally. Yeah doing a total change a 180 history corner topic of the history corner is in this episode history of self-driving cars as self-driving cars are the most important upcoming application of artificial intelligence technologies <gasps> oh my word you think the most important Oh, it's up there. It's got to be up there, that's for sure. Only with the future coming will we know. Oh. So, what is a self-driving car? A self-driving car, also known as an autonomous car, driverless car, or robotic car, or robocar, is a car that is capable of travelling without human input. And here we go with short Abbreviated history of self-driving cars. <laughs> Short, yeah. <laughs> Experiments have been conducted on automated driving systems, or ADS, since at least the 1920s. Trials began in the 1950s. The first semi-automated car was developed in 1977 by Japan's Tsukuba Mechanical Engineering Laboratory, which required specially marked streets that were interpreted by two cameras on the vehicle and an analog computer. The vehicle reached speeds up to 30 kilometers per hour, that's 19 miles per hour, with the support of an elevated rail. A landmark autonomous car appeared in the 1980s with Carnegie Mellon University's NavLab and ALV projects funded by the United States Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, or DARPA. Starting in 1984, ooh, 
That's uh, that's Orwell's number, wasn't it? And Mercedes-Benz and Bundeswehr University Munich's Eureka Prometheus Project in 1987. By 1985, the ALV had demonstrated self-driving speeds on two-lane roads of 31 kilometers per hour, or 19 miles per hour, with obstacle avoidance added in 1986, and off-road driving in day and nighttime conditions by 1987. A major milestone was achieved in 1995, with Carnegie Mellon's University NavLab 5 completing the first autonomous coast-to-coast drive of the United States. I wonder what it listened to on the old radio as it was pedalling along there. That'd be, that'd be good, pedalling along. Hmm. Probably coast-to-coast AM. Of the 2,849 miles or 4,585 kilometers between Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and San Diego, California, 2,797 miles or 4,501 miles were autonomous, 98.2%, completed with an average speed of 63.8 miles per hour, which is 102.7 kilometers per hour. Ah, so for 1.8% of the time, it wasn't autonomous. It was it was human driven. Hmm, I wonder what caused those bits. That's that's very interesting. From the 1960s through the second DARPA Grand Challenge in 2005, automated vehicle research in the United States was primarily funded by DARPA the U.S. Army, and the U.S. Navy, yielding incremental advances in speeds, driving competence in more complex conditions, controls, and sensor systems. Companies and research organizations have developed prototypes. The U.S. allocated $650 million in 1991 for research on the National Automated Highway System, which demonstrated automated driving through a combination of automation embedded in the highway with automated technology in vehicles and cooperative networking between the vehicles and the highway infrastructure. The program concluded with a successful demonstration in 1997, but without clear direction or funding to implement the system on a larger scale. Partly funded by the National Automated Highway System and DARPA, the Carnegie Mellon University NavLab drove 4,584 kilometers, which is 2,848 miles, across America in 1995. As we've previously said, but it's worth repeating, obviously, because it's written down, and I read what's written down. 4,501 kilometers, or 2,797 miles, or 98, to be exact, 0.2% of it autonomously. NavLab's record achievement stood unmatched for two decades until 2015, when Delphi improved it by piloting an 
Aldi augmented with Delphi technology over 5,472 kilometers, which is 3,400 miles, through 15 states while remaining in self-driving mode 99% of the time. Cool. When you think that's whoever was in that that vehicle there, if it was one, it probably wasn't one person actually. Now I'm thinking about it because wow, wouldn't that take some concentration to be sat there doing nothing for so long, but but also be ready to do something at any one point? Interesting, really. Kind of like being a modern train driver, I suppose, in a way, but also interesting in the, in the space of uh, philosophy. Because you could really uh, deploy the mastery of silence during that sort of that sort of time. I, I've been trying to master silence recently. <laughs> I know like some of you out there chuckling away at that. It's it's not it's not going very well. Well, I'm trying. That's you know I'm working on myself, guys. That's part of the journey, right? And I'm enjoying it. And I'm enjoying the journey. Very much so. In 2015, the U.S. states of Nevada, Florida, California, Virginia, and Michigan, together with Washington, D.C., allowed the testing of automated cars on public roads. From 2016 to 2018, the European Commission funded an innovation strategy development for connected and automated driving through the coordination actions Carter and Scout. Carter spelt C-A-R-T-R-E. Pretty close to cartel, but not quite the same thing. And scout, just, you know, normal scout, scout stuff. Moreover, the Strategic Transport Research and Innovation Agenda, or STRIA, Roadmap for Connected and Automated Transport, was published in 2019. J- just because of my podcast listening through these years, I am instantaneously suspicious of any agenda. <laughs> As soon as there's a whiff of agenda, <laughs> do I go into stoical scepticism or what? In November 2017, Waymo announced that it had begun testing driverless cars without a safety driver <gasps> in the driver position. The driver position. That's a new one. I'm going to have to try that one out with the missus once she's had the baby. Uh, missus is pregnant, unless she didn't, if she didn't know. Uh, due in August, so mm, send me some prayers for healthy, happy human. Uh, however, there was still an employee in the car, just wasn't in the driver position. This <laughs> is in the boot. <laughs> they shoved the employee in the boot and said, Oi, dump this off at the local, local canal. An October 27 report by the Brookings Institution found that 80 billion US dollars had been reported as invested in all facets of self-driving technology up to that point, but that it was reasonable to presume that total global investment in autonomous vehicle technology is significantly more than this. In October 2018, Waymo announced that its test vehicles had travelled in automated mode for over 10 million miles. It took me a little while to count the the noughts on that one (laughs) to work it out, which is 16 million kilometres, increasing by about 1 million miles or 1,600,000 kilometres per month. 
In December 2018, Waymo was the first to commercialize a fully autonomous taxi service in the US in Phoenix, Arizona. In October 2020, Waymo launched a geo-fenced, driverless ride-hailing service in Phoenix. The cars are being monitored in real-time by a team of remote engineers, and there are cases where the remote engineers need to intervene. <laughs> oh, if I was one of them there remote engineers, I would make sure that there was places where I'd have to intervene so that I could secure my own job. Just saying. I know that's my, my mind. That's the way I think about things. That's just how I see it. In March 2019, ahead of the autonomous racing series Robo Race, Robocar set the Guinness world record for being the fastest autonomous car in the world. In pushing the limits of self-driving vehicles, Robocar reached two 282.42 kilometers per hour. Wow, that's 175.49 miles per hour. An average confirmed by the UK Timing Association at Elvington in Yorkshire, UK. In 2020, a National Transport Safety Board chairman stated that no self-driving cars, SAE Level 3 Plus, were available for consumers to purchase in the US in 2020. Oh, oh, okay. Start quote. There is not a vehicle currently available to US consumers that is self-driving, period. Every vehicle sold to U.S. consumers still requires the driver to be actively engaged in the driving task, even when advanced driver assistance systems are activated. If you are selling a car with an advanced driver assistance system, you are not selling a self-driving car. If you are driving a car with an advanced driver assistance system, you do not own a self-driving car, end quote. <laughs> That's, there you go. That's uh, case closed. On the 5th of March 2021, Honda began leasing in Japan a limited edition of 100 Legend Hybrid EX sedans equipped with the newly approved Level 3 automated driving equipment which had been granted the safety certification by the Japanese government to their autonomous traffic jam pilot driving technology and legally allow drivers to take their eyes off the road. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I guess if they're confident, they're confident. Our commentary from CSB we are still in early stages, but one is for sure. The car industry is working heavily on self-driving cars, and eventually, sooner or later, the car industry will succeed. It's a massive effort related to artificial intelligence, so we will be covering the topic of self-driving cars heavily. Now, look forward to that then. I like driving. I like driving. I like manual driving. I'm even digging the new fun game that uh, our governments, local ones, councils, and bigger ones countrywide, are playing with us over here in, in the UK, which I, 
I do believe is happening in the US and other places as well, where they allow the roads to degrade to such a poor standard that potholes are almost like they require your attention so that you have to concentrate on the road on the potholes <laughs> which I, I think that's you know that's well tough tough titties if you if you balls your car up on a pothole because you wasn't concentrating or driving too fast I, I like driving i like driving it's nice it's fun i don't have to do it very often i mean my journey's roughly 15 20 minutes there and back to the to the pubs that i uh I run i own and operate so yeah other than that we go on little trips with the family i still like that as well yeah yeah it's all right poodle along in the old slow lane doing my thing getting to listen to podcasts when I'm on my own and listening to music with the kids when I'm not on my own and they're in the car or the missus. It's nice. It's nice. It's good times. Family times. All right. Knowledge Corner! Topic of Knowledge Corner in this episode is a little bit more about computer vision. Typical tasks of computer vision. Each of the application areas employ a range of computer vision tasks. More or less well-defined measurement problems or processing problems, which can be solved using a variety of methods. Some examples of typical computer vision tasks are presented below. Computer vision tasks include methods for acquiring, processing, analyzing, and understanding digital images, and extraction of high-dimensional data from the real world in order to produce numerical or symbolic information. For example, in the forms of decisions. Understanding in this context means the transformation of visual images, the input of the retina, into descriptions of the world that can interface with other thought processes and elicit appropriate action. This image understanding can be seen as the disentangling of symbolic information from image data using models constructed with the aid of geometry, physics, statistics, and learning theory. Recognition The classical problem in computer vision, image processing, and machine vision is that of determining whether or not the image data contains some specific object, feature, or activity. Different varieties of recognition problem are described in the literature. Object recognition, also called object classification, one or several pre-specified or learned objects or object classes can be recognized, usually together with their 2D positions in the image or 3D poses in the scene. Blipar, Google Goggles, and like that, provide standalone programs that illustrate this functionality. Identification. An individual instance of an object is recognized. Examples include identification of a specific person's face or fingerprint, identification of handwritten digits, or identification of a specific vehicle. Detection. The image data are scanned for specific condition. 
Examples include the detection of possible abnormal cells or tissues in medical images, or the detection of a vehicle in an automatic road toll system. Detection based on relatively simple and fast computations is sometimes used for finding smaller regions of interesting image data, which can be further analyzed by more computationally demanding techniques to produce a correct interpretation. Currently, the best algorithms for such tasks are based on convolutional neural networks, an illustration of their capabilities is given by the ImageNet Large-Scale Visual Recognition Challenge. This is a benchmark in object classification and detection, with millions of images and 1,000 object classes used in the competition. Performance of convolutional neural networks on the ImageNet tests is now close to that of humans. The best algorithms still struggle with objects that are small or thin. Oh. <laughs> I just saw a, a very particular body part that's small and thin. <laughs> oh, maybe that's why it can't do hands. Because fingers can be small and thin. Right? Such as a small ant on a stem of a flower or a person holding a quill in their hand. Ah, quills. Ah, no, those are good days, weren't they, when people had to use quills to write? They also have trouble with images that have been distorted with filters, an increasingly common phenomenon with modern digital cameras. By contrast, those kinds of images rarely trouble humans. Humans, however, tend to have trouble with other issues. For example, they are not good at classifying objects into fine-grained classes, such as the particular breed of dog or species of bird, whereas convolutional neural networks handle this with ease. Well, that's nice, isn't it? So together we can be the uh, super cool team that reality always intended existence to be. We can work together to be friends. Best friends. Several specialized tasks based on recognition exist, such as content-based image retrieval, finding all images in a larger set of images which have a specific content. The content can be specified in different ways. For example, in terms of similarity relative to a target image, give me all images similar to image X, by utilizing reverse image search techniques or in terms of high-level search criteria given as text input, give me all images which contain many houses, which are taken during winter and have no cars in them. Pose estimation. Estimating the position or orientation of a specific object relative to the camera. An example application for this technique would be assisting a robot arm in retrieving objects from a conveyor belt in an assembly line situation or picking parts from a bin. Optical Character Recognition, or OCR. 
identifying characters in images of printed or handwritten text, usually with a view to encoding the text in a format more amenable to editing or indexing, for example, ASC2. To decode reading. Reading of 2D codes, such as data matrix and QR codes. Facial recognition, a technology that enables the matching of faces in digital images or video frames to a face database, which is now widely used for mobile phone face lock, smart door locking, etc. Shape recognition technology, or SRT. In people counter systems differentiating human beings, or head and shoulder patterns, from objects. Motion analysis. Several tasks relate to motion estimation, where an image sequence is processed to produce an estimate of the velocity either at such points in the image or in the 3D scene or even of the camera that produces the images. Examples of such tasks are Ego motion determining the 3D rigid motion, rotation and translation of the camera from an image sequence produced by the camera. Tracking, following the movements of a usually smaller set of interest points or objects, for example, vehicles, objects, humans or other organisms, in the image sequence. This has vast industry applications, as most of high-running machinery can be monitored in this way. Optical flow, to determine for each point in the image how that point is moving relative to the image plane. For example, it's a parent motion. This motion is a result both of how the corresponding 3D point is moving in the scene and how the camera is moving relative to the scene. Scene reconstruction. Given one or typically more images of a scene or a video, scene reconstruction aims at computing a 3D model of the scene. In the simplest case, the model can be a set of 3D points. More sophisticated methods produce a complete 3D surface model. The advent of 3D imaging not requiring motion or scanning and related processing algorithms is enabling rapid advances in this field. Grid-based 3D sensing can be used to acquire 3D images from multiple angles. Algorithms are now available to stitch multiple 3D images together into point clouds and 3D models. Image Restoration Image restoration comes into picture when the original image is degraded or damaged due to some external factors like lens wrong positioning, transmission interference, low lighting or motion blurs and etc. which is referred to as noise. When the images are degraded or damaged, the information can be extracted from that also gets damaged. Therefore, we need to recover or restore the image as was intended to be. 
The aim of image restoration is the removal of noise, sensor noise, motion blur, etc. from images. The simplest possible approach for noise removal is various types of filters, such as low-pass filters or median filters. More sophisticated methods assume a model of how the local image structures look to distinguish them from noise. By first analyzing the image data in terms of the local image structures, such as lines or edges, and then controlling the filtering based on local information from the analysis step, a better level of noise removal is usually obtained compared to simpler approaches. An example in this field is in-painting. System Methods The organization of a computer vision system is highly application-dependent. Some systems are standalone applications that solve a specific measurement or detection problem, while others constitute a subsystem of a larger design which, for example, also contains subsystems for control of mechanical actuators, planning, information databases, man-made interfaces, etc. The specific implementation of a computer vision system also depends on whether its functionality is pre-specified or if some part of it can be learned or modified during operation. Many functions are unique to the application. There are, however, typical functions that are found in many computer vision systems. Image Acquisition a digital image is produced by one or several image sensors, which, besides various types of light-sensitive cameras, include range sensors, tomography devices, radar, ultrasonic cameras, etc. Depending on the type of sensor, the resulting image data is an ordinary 2D image, a 3D volume, or an image sequence. The pixel values typically correspond to light intensity in one or several spectral bands, grey images or colour images, but can also be related to various physical measures, such as depth, absorption, or reflectance of sonic or electromagnetic waves, or nuclear magnetic resonance. Pre-processing before a computer vision method can be applied to image data in order to extract some specific piece of information, it is usually necessary to process the data in order to assure that it satisfies certain assumptions implied by the method. Examples are resampling to assure that the image coordinate system is correct, Noise reduction to assure that sensor noise does not introduce false information. Contrast enhancement to assure that relevant information can be detected. Scale space representation to enhance image structures at locally appropriate scales. 
Feature Extraction Image features at various levels of complexity are extracted from the image data. Typical examples of such features are Lines, edges, and ridges Localized points, such as corners, blobs, or points More complex features may be related to texture, shape, or motion Detection forward slash segmentation at some point in the processing, a decision is made about which image points or regions of the image are relevant for further processing. Examples are selection of a specific set of interest points, segmentation of one or multiple image regions that contain a specific object of interest. Segmentation of image into nested scene architecture comprising foreground, object groups, single objects, or salient object parts, also referred to as spatial taxon scene hierarchy. While the visual salience is often implemented as spatial or temporal attention, Segmentation or co-segmentation of one or multiple videos into a series of per-frame foreground masks while maintaining its temporal semantic continuity. High-level processing. At this step, the input is typically a small set of data. For example, a set of points or an image region which is assumed to contain a specific object. The remaining processing deals with, for example, verification that the data satisfy model-based and application-specific assumptions, estimation of application-specific parameters such as object pose or object size, Image recognition, classifying a detected object into different categories. Image registration, comparing and combining two different views of the same object. Decision making, making the final decision required for the application, for example, Pass forward slash fail on automatic inspection applications. Match forward slash no match in recognition applications. Flag for further human review in medical, military, security and recognition applications. Image Understanding Systems Image Understanding Systems, IUS, include three levels of abstraction as follows. Low level includes image primitives such as edges, texture elements, or regions. Intermediate level includes boundaries, surfaces, and volumes. And high level includes objects, scenes, or events. Many of these requirements are entirely topics for further research. The representational requirements in the designing of IUS for these levels are representation of prototypical concepts, concept organization, spatial knowledge, temporal knowledge, scaling, and description by comparison and differentiation. 
While inference refers to the process of deriving new, not explicitly represented facts from currently known facts, control refers to the process that selects which of the many inference, search, and matching techniques should be applied at a particular stage of processing. Inference and control requirements for IUS are search and hypothesis activation, matching and hypothesis testing, generation and use of expectations, change and focus of attention, certainty and strength of belief, inference and goal satisfaction. And that's it for now about computer vision. Okay, for you, for you, dear listener, we have a new corner, the... The prophesized third corner, the promised land of corma, of cormas, of corners. Yes, this is our very first AI prompt engineering corner. Yes, engineering corner, AI prompt engineering corner. But engineering corner sounds cool as well, right? It does, doesn't it? And finally, here is our new corner, AI Prompt Engineering Corner, where we will be bringing tips on how to better use generative AI. Oh, I could I could be learning from these here tips I'm about to read. Hey, this will help me and you, all of us. This is helpful all round, isn't it? Today, tips about... Well, let's find out what the tips are first. <laughs> Maybe they could be very not helpful. Wow, I'm... I'm confident they'll be helpful, that's why I'm reading it. Today, tips about using ChatGPT from at Rowan Cheong, also known as Rowan Cheong on Twitter. That's R-O-W-A-N-C-H-E-U-N-G. The top eight ChatGPT prompts that will save you hours a day. One, simplify complex information. Prompt. Break down the, open parentheses, topic, close parentheses, into smaller, easier to understand parts. Use analogies and real-life examples to simplify the concept and make it more relatable. 2. Learn from mistakes. Prompt. I made a mistake while practicing, open parentheses, skill, close parentheses, can you explain what went wrong and how I can avoid making the same mistake in the future? 3. Memorize key information. Prompt. What are the most important facts, dates, or formulas related to open parentheses, topic, close parentheses? Help me create a memorization technique to remember them easily. 4. Train it to learn your writing. Prompt. Analyze the text below for style, voice, and tone. Create a prompt to write a new paragraph in the same style, voice, and tone. Open parentheses. Insert your text. Close parentheses. 5. Apply your knowledge. Prompt. Use your knowledge of open parentheses topic. Close parentheses. To solve a real-world problem. Explain your thought process and share your solution. 6. Compare and contrast. Prompt. Compare and contrast 
open parentheses, concept one, close parentheses, and open parentheses, concept two, close parentheses, to better understand their similarities and differences. Use examples to illustrate your points. <laughs> God, I don't know why, but... Uh, yeah, I do know why, because I'm a... Uh, control your thoughts, young man. <laughs> Sorry. Seven, connect with others. Prompt. Connect me with a community of learners and experts in... Open parentheses. Topic. Close parentheses. How can I join a forum, social media group, or other online community to share my knowledge and learn from others? 8. Summarize complex texts. Prompt. I need to read a complicated article related to open parentheses topic, close parentheses. Can you help me summarize the key points and takeaways from the text? And... Oh, wait, no, hold on. The, remember before, and I said about the search engines way back when, well, this Kagi, K-A-G-I dot com, it's got a, a, a simplifier API thing on stuff so that you can send it a huge document and it will just simplify it for you. I saw as well, it's even got a, 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 a button, uh, what you call it, whatever you call it, and you can click it and it unbiases news reports and it points out biases in news reports and then it scores the journalistic content out of 10. I, we could, this Kaji thing, I'm telling you, it could be good. Could be good. Right, and that's it for this episode. Stay safe and stay humble, gorgeously globular glands. Singularity is near. Yo. Yo, back at you.